You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. I did a little earlier uh, than you I did. did. I, you didn't. You didn't. You like. You sounded like you. You hesitated on the two. You know, I've been. Um, I've really been losing my timing. I've been trying. Today, I was driving and I kept clicking back on my Spotify, like to make like a weird beat, because that's like where I was in my life, and uh, I couldn't do it. I was like, that's you. You need uh, you need some kind of mental exercise. You're starting to lose brain mass. I've been t- I downloaded an app. This is a totally free plug. I downloaded an app called Elevate, and uh, I can't pay for the free trial. I can't pay for the trial. I just can't bring myself to pay. I can't pay for the free trial. <laughs> Obviously, it's not working very well. Uh, I can't bring myself to pay for it. But uh, I got to the certain point where it. Um, Basically, it plays something, and then you have to like say it back. And I did very bad. Damn. I'm I'm not doing well mentally. Well, no, I'm doing fine mentally. Uh, things are great. Things are going well. But except for mentally. No, I think I'm losing a lot of my uh, cognitive ability. That's scary as fuck. Yeah, like that. Realizing that I was going slower started me down this rabbit hole of like yeah. trying like nootropics and like all this shit and I feel like I got myself to a really good place from it but like <laughs> that's scary as shit it's yeah, like I it's no joke I bought some uh, Huperzine 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 
Huper zine. Huper zine is my favorite I, zine. That's my favorite zine, the Huper zine. So it's good. Uh, <laughs> it's full of hot takes. <laughs> the, this is the World Inferno Take Society. <laughs> this is what we live in now. Everything is a take. You know, the pr- trouble with freedom, well, there's a lot of trouble. There's a lot of problems with freedom, but freedom plus rapid access to anything and anybody creates this weird pulpit that everybody is on. Yeah, it's... Um... It's like, cool, Colin Kaepernick, like, Colin Kaepernick is like, uh, they're doing really doing bad. <laughs> and it's like, I don't want to root for a 49er ever. I, that, um, that's putting me in a state. Like, uh, I, I think we can all agree Colin Kaepernick is a much better Black Panther than he is a fucking 49er, <laughs> like, for sure. Very, um, very true. Yeah. Very Before true. we go further, because we'll get, we'll get down a rabbit hole. Mm. I gotta apologize in advance because I can hear the room around me now. Um, I'm I'm working on throwback equipment here because I was stupid and I did a dumb thing. You did the and wrong I, thing. I did the wrong thing and I let somebody borrow my gear to try and like record their shit. Like I was trying to do a good thing, and <laughs> I fucked myself because I got all of it back except for the one cable that is entirely irreplaceable and. Uh, so, yeah, now I'm back on some old stuff, and we're doing this on a, uh, what is it, Saturday? A Saturday night. Mm. And the cool thing about Little LA on a Saturday night is that people just gun down this street like they're in fucking Night Rider, um, <laughs> playing whatever like whatever awful song people are pretending to like right now. The Night so, Rider theme. Yeah, the <laughs> Night Rider theme is really hot right now. Um, so, basically, for the entirety of this episode, you will hear me breathe like scratch my face uh go and thinking i'm being slick like i'm like oh no one heard that but like everybody heard that um and then you'll hear people driving up and down my street and god knows what else maybe somebody in the building will order a pizza three floors down you'll be able to hear their buzzer uh go off this is all fine I mean, the, this is the, the computer is flashing messages at me that are I have no idea what they mean. I, it's showing a microphone like icon every seven seconds, roughly. It just keeps popping up and disappearing. Um, well, <laughs> this episode is fraught with peril. Basically, well, is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, let me let me sap, rub some salve on your wounds. I'll tell you that we uh, a big compliment I get from a lot of people is that we are sonically uh, one of the best sounding podcasts. Well, we sure fucked that up. It's fine. No, I mean, this is like back to the beginning. You listen to episode one. Yeah, I used we're just mic for a, a long time. Yeah, we're just in a room, man. Just, you know, dudes in a room. Just trying to hash it out. Yep. You know, just, just you know. Make sense okay. of it all. Yeah, I'm okay. You're okay. You know, maybe we just want to, you know, maybe uh, do, you know, something. And then, you know, do something. Do the, yeah, you know, just kind of. I mean, talk about, you know, talk about the world's hottest takes. Like, talk about Pam Anderson, who came out today and said that people shouldn't watch porn. Wow. Where yeah. was I today? That's crazy. It's such it's a... Wow. Okay. You know where I went today? I went to Manchester, Vermont today on a little lover's retreat. Oh, wow. How'd that go? Fucking awesome. We went to the... So we're driving. They were listening to... Um, like some really to bad. You pressing back on your Spotify. Well, like I was trying. Times. Well, I tried to do that because this Here, one. Listen to this. Check this out. Well, that's, to this I, that's exactly oh, what I was doing. God. <laughs> and, uh, because Young Bucks lets me uh, be manic sometimes, then she's totally okay with it. So I can get it out before it totally. becomes a, bi- a big deal, big big bad deal. 
um, which is bad enabling behavior. Yeah, no, I was going to say, this, this <laughs> providing, doesn't Providing a well. platform for a person who isn't the most, isn't the, uh, the most sane uh, at any given moment, but that's fine. It's, I mean, you know, it's one of those things, love, love sees through all, you know, and it's one of those things where you just, you just keep going in love. You know, it's like uh, like Nick Jonas. You just there's levels to your love. You ever hear that song? No. <laughs> Why did you hear that song? What? <laughs> Come on, man. The things you do for love. Sometimes you listen to songs you don't Ooh, like. Damn. You just Whoa. you just bop your head, man. You've all been you've been in the driver's seat. Where you're like, no, Gavin's impeccable taste in music. I only hear shit I want to hear. I'm not sure that's true. That's it. That's it. She her her taste in music is far better than mine. She likes brand new. I don't believe that's true. <laughs> no. I don't think that's a real no, thing not, that you just said there. But, I'm not you know. going to pin that on you. I just want <laughs> I, I do just... respect you for playing. <laughs> I just I didn't want to pin that on there. That was bad. Um, no, you know, and it's, it makes you do things. You, but I was okay. So we went to Manchester, and it was like the heart of Bernie Sanders' country. But this is like oh. this is like broken down, <laughs> fading bumper sticker Bernie Sanders country. But we were walking around, and Manchester's a very interesting town, because you can see where, at one point, it was a podunk with nothing in it. And suddenly, somebody had the brilliant idea to build a outlet mall as a town. Oh, the yeah, entire spot. The entire town is an outlet mall. So we're walking. I went to the J. Crew, 60% off sale. You know, everything's there, all kinds of sales. I start my new job on Tuesday, so I have to really mm, dress to impress. Step it up. Yeah, I bought a $40 bag, you know. Nice. Totally cool. And, uh, but I said, this is what it's going to be like. Because I was talking to Young Vox, and I was like, Young Vox, this is what it's going to This is what the world would be look like if Bernie Sanders won. <laughs> I was, like, a, like a white enclave. And I, then I realized that institutional racism has created like these weird white safe spaces where people can just drive around in BMW convertibles and be fat. Oh, yeah. But it's so neat to finally like, notice it, you know. I didn't see anybody of color the entire time I was there. Not even the people working in like the restaurants or anything. You're in Vermont. That's it. You're just yeah, like it, it, epitome of white enclave. And we went to this place, this restaurant called Garlic John's. <laughs> <laughs> but it was I was so manic and so hungry that when we were pulling out, I was beeping at people, and I was like, "Hey, we're going to Garlic John's." Oh, oh, yeah, we're going to Garlic John's. Yeah, yeah. You wish you were me, right? You know, and like that kind of shit. It was awesome. People were looking at us like we were nuts. And we Jesus. went there, and we read, wisely read, all of the bad reviews it got. Excellent. And you go in there, and it has, like, brass, like, polished brass furniture, stuff like that. <laughs> it's a really weird place. But we saw Garlic John. Garlic John, a real guy. Yeah, a real guy. He's an ex-Marine. Wow. And we, well, we left, and, went, and as we were walking into the place, an Elvis impersonator walked out. What? It was very strange. And I don't. I mean, this doesn't. It's not really important to the story, but I thought I'd say, like, wow, really? Bad. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of nowhere, and we were like, we just want to go someplace that has pasta, and it was like either yuppie spot where we would definitely not be let in. Or garlic, good old garlic Johns, which I'm probably gonna have to prank phone call soon because the owner looked very stressed out. 
All right, we got to talk about this for a second. Like, is there still a place in America that, like, outside of Midtown Manhattan, that doesn't let people in? Yeah, no, this this one maybe place. in like Silver Lake. I don't know where else that happens. <laughs> no, hey, we, I don't. I mean, you know, I didn't even want to. I didn't even want to take that chance. Pretty no. much. Okay, all right. <laughs> it yeah, seems, I mean, seems like a. I don't know. I a felt, weird thing to be concerned no, about. I felt but... a lot better at Garlic John's. I, I feel you. I Garlic I mean, John's. When you go to Garlic John's, we, we you went there. We were the only people there. Nip that and, fuck out. <laughs> It was great. But then people started showing up, and they were all old people. And I said, whoa, there's not going to be any flavor to this food because they're all old people. Oh, yeah, and Garlic John's is going to be decidedly without garlic. <laughs> it was the irony that Garlic John's, nary a, a, a flavor of garlic was to be found. So if you're ever in Manchester, just get out right off exit four, make a right, and uh, there you go. Garlic right, right, fucking break a window so the guy gets even more stressed out and has a fucking, <laughs> like, a Marine thing where he loses control and fucking, like... It separates your arm from your body. It was totally a kitchen nightmare situation where he, this is like a dirty place, like the floor, like this, the rugs were from the 80s. And they keep garland, Gordon Ramsay would have went nuts. Yeah, what kind of fucking marine are you not keeping your place together? He was wearing all olive green, like an olive green like outfit. But he Jesus. wasn't like, it wasn't like a marine outfit. It was just like, here we are. Yeah, here I am bartending as I was. Garlic John. <laughs> I love that fucking name. Garlic John. And we said we have to go because it was only rated two and a half stars. So we had to go. There's only nine people in town. Yeah, that's it. It was off the beaten track, too. So, I mean, that's the type of place I like. A place I can hang my hat for a while. Maybe overnight. This whole thing has me thinking about earlier today. I was at the Chalk Factory. Agree. Chalk Factory brings in a lot of uh, older, reasonably well-off white men, as one might imagine. Ted Danson? Uh, yeah, a lot of Ted Danson's walking through, but that's <laughs> actually kind of what made me think about this, because I was looking at three guys who were all in, like, a, a straight out of Macy's, where, you know, like the polo <laughs> shirt with the, the bad logo, like it's supposed to be a uh, Ralph Lauren polo shirt, but it's not, it's it's like a fucking, like a toucan or some shit on, uh, it's, it's like, everyone's it's got like, their own dumb bullshit for it. It's like make your mark, because it's, like, it's like make your mark gear. Yeah, like, exactly. Over the top outfitters or something. What, which is the polo shirt that has the lemur on it? I forget, like which is that one? That no, one. I don't even um, know. Yeah, all that shit, like the dad jeans <laughs> the and penguin. like the, the jorts and, and whatnot. And it really occurred to me, man, you have... As a thinking person, you have an obligation to get better with time. You know, like, it, it really, like, it, it was kind of an insight for me because it's just like, shit. You know, like, what, how dare this person not get better? Like, if you're, if you're not, <laughs> if you're not being a resource, then you're just using resources. You know, it's just like, how dare you not get better? Get better. Fuck. Like, better. people are getting older, get better or fucking go to Mars or go to, like, a place where they fucking they cut your head off for saying dumb things on the internet. Like, leave if you're not getting better. Go away. Go somewhere else. First of all, getting your head cut off for saying dumb things on the internet would be great. I mean, it'd be, it'd be good policy. It's Perfect. true. It's it not, be, you know, yeah. There, there would be heads rolling through the street like soccer balls. <laughs> it would be fucking perfect. I'd be, do, I'd be doing Pele tricks. It'd be awesome, but then they'd come for me because I say stupid things on the internet. That all is true. The time. That's how that you know it's just the head cutting off for stupid shit's a slippery slope. <laughs> the head cutting off. Now, would they legislate that? Do you think they would do, like with what what level of government would would? Uh, 
I think it would be entirely uh, regional, or maybe maybe <laughs> done by county. That sounds more sinister. <laughs> Down at the town hall, they've got a yeah. list going. Um, but, you know, uh, I mean, who's to say what is getting better? You know, maybe this person used to roll around in trash. Maybe this person used to blow people from drug money, and now Good he's got point. jorts on. Good point. This might be his, you know, you know what, that was, that was my white, Fucking cis male heteronormative fucking uh. um, whatever the kids say now. That was me projecting my mm-hmm. shit onto this poor man in jorts who's just trying to get by. No, I mean he should probably not wear jorts. My dad right. wears jorts, but he gets a pass because he's like seventy one. Yeah, and you know what? your dad not using them for your dad's a resource. He's uh, he's an mm. interesting character. He adds flavor. Yeah. He's uh, he's like the red peppercorn in the uh, peppercorn <laughs> melange. You know, it's uh, he, he's the he garlic and uh, he's the garlic and garlic Johns. <laughs> garlic Johns. Do you want me to? I should call garlic Johns. I agree. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> let's keep talking. I'll look for that number. Actually, no, what? I'm not going to fuck with them. They were nice to us. See, this is where I, right. I'm getting better. You are getting better, it's true. I'm trying to. I'm not I'm trying to get better without getting boring. And I still I had a very long dialogue today about how um <clears throat> a lot of different stuff. Yeah, I can't remember what I was saying. So. Right, I was just saying, well, really cool story. That's neat. All right. I had a really interesting talk today about a lot of things. This has been Overnight Drive. I had a talk today about a lot of cool stuff. And don't ask me what it was because I don't remember. I don't know. I've been day drunk all day. Have you really? No. A little bit. This is this is my first drink of the night right now. I, I did, I did just come back from getting a massage though, which was super. Was it a new room massage? Are I don't know a, what that is. Are you aware of what a new room massage is? Well, let me take you to school, pal. All right. <laughs> a new room. I'm I'm getting that feeling. Like I'm like oh, I probably shouldn't have asked that one. All right, and here goes. A new room massage is a very sacred Japanese massage technique. <laughs> Passed down awesome. generations of Japanese, where a woman gets completely nude, rubs seaweed-based oils on her body, and requires and asks you to get nude, and you lay down on a rubber bed, and she rubs her nude body all over yours. A traditional rubber bed. A traditional rubber bed. Mm. Made passed from down f- from the ages. This was yeah, this was my f- grandma's uh, rubber bed who passed down to my mother who's passed <laughs> this, down to me. This was the only thing we have left from our family <laughs> who was who were family's legacy, which was completely destroyed in the Nagasaki bomb. I was about to say my grandfather left Hiroshima. <laughs> the only thing he could get was this inflatable mattress yeah. that he's passed down to us. My <laughs> grandma my great grandmother, who was a Nuru practitioner for years was wiped out in a, in a second and the only yeah. thing that was left was her bed and her tube of z-grade lube not lube <laughs> Bam- seaweed lube seaweed bamboo lube weirdly <laughs> enough all the, the people people's shadows were in, burned into the sides of walls it was so it was so intense but somehow her rubber bed <laughs> and her lube survived to live another That's day, kismet. and you can only use it once a year because we have to preserve the lube. Because well, the it's recipe... the mother lube. You you make more lube from it. No, That's the, the whole recipe thing. It's like vinegar destroyed in the oh, in the damn. box in the box the the box with the in like the the box with all the other important papers. The fireproof box that was yeah. destroyed, and yet somehow the uh, the like mattress the, lives the deed, on. like the title for the car, and like the cell phone like serviced contract. And... 
the mortgage, the mortgage, the countrywide mortgage you signed, that kind of thing. All that stuff was destroyed in Nagasaki. Gone, totally gone. Zeroed out. <laughs> no one has any idea. Okay, so Nuru, I discovered this because what I like to do is go on back page body rub ads because I am a fan of Life's Rich Pageant. And occasionally they post very funny photos of them and clients with the eyes blocked out. <laughs> Haven't seen it in a while, but here's like here's Ted, and you know Jamie, and Jamie's like looking, like very rough, but she's like now serving you Nuru, now offering Nuru, and I was like, what the fuck is Nuru? Is that a good drink? Is that? And I was like, that's uh, like no, that's like knee high. I was like knee high, but Nuru, that's a, a sacred service. Wow. It's a little bit of the Orient, brought to us from immigrants who worked hard to get here and slaved and toiled and stowed away in boats under under th- things of rice and whatever <laughs> worked on cruise ships for years so they could bring their the, <laughs> bring the nuru the to america the traditional nuru to america now and i i just you know i'm just wondering if you've ever uh is that an option on the table? Uh, I don't think so. Not at this spot. <laughs> I actually, I sort of had a feeling you'd, you'd ask a similar. I, I, I had a feeling when I said, "Oh, I, I got a massage," that this would go down this line of questioning. Uh, something about the past 123 or so episodes. Uh, <laughs> and you know, I, I, I discovered need, a pattern. Yeah, but I need. To, I mean, I need to ask the questions that nobody else will ask. Of course, basically. Um, but. It was actually occurring to me. Got a good massage. It was awesome. Like I, mm. the kind where like, you come. The, not the kind where you come. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> this is the thing. When you're looking for massage spots, people uh, always they they get binary and they assume. All right, well, we can go to the nice massage place like the spa. Or we can get jerked off by an immigrant in Chinatown. Like that, that's it's just A or B. That's it. In reality, and I guess not every place has this. At least in Little LA, we have option C, which is place where you don't get jerked off, but it's just a straight scum pit. Like there's no pretense at making it comfortable. It's like I don't think the lights in there work. They certainly have never swept. Um, and all they do is they put you in on a table that some guy built in his garage and they just take their elbows and jam them into your lungs for about 30 minutes. And it's really remarkable. It's really, really good. I urge everyone to try the option C massage, the non jerk off, but scum pit, uh, spot. Okay. Uh, next time I'm down there, I, I definitely will. Oh yeah. Well, make that happen. <clears throat> Please. And, yeah. And can you, inter- can you put in a good word? Maybe. Let's uh... see if you could, this is the thing. And this is through extensive research how I know you can find the option C spot. These <laughs> spots generally, and me and Gav have been to a couple of them. None of them seem to have walls that extend to the ceiling. Like they're just little like booths that have open ceilings. Like we walked in there today, and there was a woman who was either nine feet tall or standing on someone's back uh, with like her head like all the way up, being like, "Hello," and I'm like, "Oh, hi, up there, hello." Um, like, there's just, there's no ceilings. But, and I could be wrong, I feel like if if you're getting jerked off in a massage spot and it has no ceiling, 
you're gonna get that dude who's like, <laughs> you know, like that, the, the fucking the screamer. And you can't do that shit with no ceiling. So you can control yourself. But you know? all right. Have you ever? Oh, like you ever? Like I'm sure every time you orgasm, you want to scream. <laughs> but belt you, it out for the world to hear. Yeah, like like Pavarotti. You know. I I agree that it is possible to dial that back. But why would, would you? you trust a man walking in off the street? <laughs> who's paying for a hand job to have the presence of mind and also like the social niceties to not scream when he comes. Like I, I don't I, mean, I don't know. If we're talking about Luciano Pavarotti, I don't think <laughs> the famous opera singer I don't think he has the capacity to hold back. No, he's but he's you know. this man, the man who eats a pound of pasta in a sitting. Yeah. He walks in and he's like he's you know, he'd be <laughs> He would, just walks in and says, now. Now. Now I like, uh, uh, how do you say, massage. I just sound like, I just made, I just made Luciano Pavarotti sound like Borat. Yeah, I was like, cool Borat, that's nice. God, good. I can't do the, I can't really do the old Italian man voice. I think, plus I think Pavarotti's dead. Is that right? Yeah. Wow, interesting shit. And I also don't think anybody who's listening knows who Pavarotti is. See, also that's possible. But I like that because we'll make you go out and look to see who Pavarotti was. He was a very good-looking man. I mean, if you get past the, the big body. Probably probably a, a looker back in his day. Oh, let me look at a picture of old a young Pavarotti. Oh, wow, yeah, he died like a minute ago. <laughs> I remember my... Uh, he had that cool... Look to him. He wore the white. He wore like a white shirt with a white bow tie. Yeah, he's he fucking uh, like the classy Giorgio Moroder there. <laughs> but what if he went in and what if you heard him? Like, I'm talking about the fucking massage parlor. Let one loose. Yeah, what if he let one loose? You think he let, ever let one loose, like in public, like in in like not like a semi-public setting, like a uh, massage parlor? Yeah, he was a famous Italian man. I'm quite certain of it. <laughs> <laughs> he died in 2002. No. Wow, he had two wives and they both died. Yeah, it's a cool, cool life he had. Adua Veroni, who was young when she died. Holy crap. Oh, shit, what was he into? Maybe he um, <clears throat> died from... And she was 37. Maybe she died from uh, pierced eardrums when he was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I... I think when you have a wife that dies at 37, that explains the second wife. Because you're still like, all right, well, I, I guess I can do that again. I've, I've got enough time. I can just fucking start that whole thing over a second time, I guess. You'll do. <laughs> Who are you? Come here. Inherited Pavarotti's big estate and st- string of massage parlors. <laughs> <laughs> the Pavarotti brand massage parlor is yes. uh, really uh, it's just it's the best. It's the we guarantee you the best massage. We guarantee you. going. What do you think Pavarotti was worth at time of death? Oh, probably a hundred million dollars. Two hundred and seventy-five million. Not bad. Wow. Not bad. Just to scream. Job. Just to wow. scream. Just to scream when he comes. That's it. Just to. Sc- I mean, all of those opera recordings for years were just him screaming it was while just coming. Him with the massage ah! parlor down the street from my house, just fucking. Bah! Oh, I can't believe it, I'm coming. I mean, he was the guy who comes uncontrollably. Yeah, we so talked good. about him oh, a couple episodes him. ago. Because he had, Pavarotti, it's been, many studies have been done on Pavarotti. 
he had the ability to come all the time. Sometimes he couldn't control it, especially when performing. And that's why he was yelling. It all comes back to the massage parlor. It's, yeah, it's just it's it's the nexus of life. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's right on that corner there, wherever it is in Little L.A. It's right next to the cafe that uh, you sat at for like four and a half hours mm. last time you. Uh, that you was, in. and the girl talked to me about the New York Times, and oh, I didn't. That's right. And I didn't realize because I have such a low self-image. I didn't realize until Gabri deftly pointed it out that she was hitting on me. That's true. And I felt like a dope, and I never saw her again. Well, I, I heard she died. So that's oh, right. At age 37? Uh, they found her on Gilgo Beach with all the other <laughs> prostitutes. <laughs> oh, so she was a prostitute. She wasn't even yeah. into me. She was only into me for my oh, money. Lord, no, no. She, just, she, just, she thought you were a good mark. Yeah, so I was like, after we did it, I was like, um... Hey, it seemed like you're really enjoying yourself. Do you think I could get this one for free? And she's like, "Definitely not. It's the way of the world, dude. Not. Nobody rides for things. free. Not even looking at you. <laughs> Interesting. It took me forever to resemble any type of moisture, to present any type of moisture to you. And you're, I require, I begged you to. I mean, as as only a prostitute can. And and when when they're threatened, I only begged you to keep your shirt on. <laughs> I've, I've been through a lot. I had somebody pull a gun on me once. They locked me in a car. I've gotten into a car with no door handles. But I've never experienced this level of terror when you took your shirt off. It was awful. So for me to go through all of this and then for you to ask for a freebie is just very rude. Should I have impersonated the prostitute a little bit better? Uh, you, that was, you, you sold it. <laughs> I'm actually, this sent me down a little rabbit hole because it occurred to me, I said that, and then I'm like, you know, I haven't checked on the fucking Gilgo Beach Killer for a long minute. Damn. Let me check them out. I thought you were Apparently, gonna... according to Craigslist, they have, or I'm sorry, according to uh, Wikipedia, he is also now known as the Craigslist Ripper, which is the actual greatest name for a serial killer wow. maybe ever. It's really, really good. Craigslist the... Ripper. Craigslist Ripper? Why don't I know? I always read about serial killers and I don't. Do you not know about this shit? Oh, yeah, they... Uh... They found years worth of a dude like hunting prostitutes and killing them, or like dumping their bodies on this one remote beach on Long Island. Wow! And it, it's like, it's like a sad story, and it's like dark, and it, you know, it's like curious and whatever. Like I found it very interesting. Um, but they don't really talk about the fact that at one point, whoever this dude was had one of these dead prostitutes' phones and was calling her family and taunting her. Like it's like. Holy shit! It's really dark. It's really and there like no no leads, no nothing, no ideas, and it's you can tell how little they have because they've tried to not talk about it for like half well, a decade now. Listen to this: uh, uh, Suffolk County Police in 2011 raised the reward from five thousand to twenty five thousand. Like, Shoo. wow! Like, like, they, <laughs> like here's like, here's a here's a Burger King coupon as well. We, we, the local Burger King is throwing in a free dinner for your family. <laughs> This is this is gonna be one. I'll be following this for a while. I'll know? be following I'll this. Be you know, I uh, whatever I commute. In my commute, uh, <laughs> on my commute, I become a private investigator. Yeah, I drive by Gilgo Beach every day. Is that what it's called, Gilgo? Yeah, Gilgo Beach. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Yeah, I drive by Gilgo Beach uh, every day on the LIE. You know what's funny to call the LIE is uh, uh, the 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 abbreviation is lie. I thought that was funny. 
Because every time you think you're going to get not hit traffic, it's uh, you lying to yourself. Pretty much. You're always going to hit. There's a truck going across, or maybe a, bu a couple buses. There's always somebody slowing down, and then they speed up, and then you go in the other lane. And meanwhile, you're still thinking who who's, who lies beneath the sand in Gilgo Beach. <laughs> Another prostitute gone. You know, uh. a life that could have been easily saved if you uh, one of these one of these men took her under the wing. You know, because every woman needs a good man. First, second of all, first of all, second of all, you just take her under your wing. You like, you've never been. I mean, if you were with a, with a, you do an and what's called an out call with a prostitute. I don't like to call. I like to call them girls. We get a girl. You do what's called an out call where they come to your house. You just say you sit her down. You give her a talk. You know, you, you maybe some TV. You, you put out a show. You make you feel at home. You know, you give you, you spend eighty dollars. You might as well make you feel at home. You do you you do your thing, and offer a ride anywhere she wants to go, including, and up to Gilgo Beach. Mm. So, uh, you know, I drive her by and I say, "Hey, this could be you, at Gilgo, if you don't clean it up." She doesn't say anything. Nothing. Totally silent. She's terrified. <laughs> Horrified. She's like Jesus Christ. This is the Gilgo Beach killer, the t tormentor of prostitutes, all all up and down, and left and right. It's a lot talkier well, than I imagined him to be. Wow, he's he's a real he's a real talker. He's like he's a, a real fucking... windbag. This one. <laughs> it's a real. That Gilgo Beach killer is a fucking windbag. That fucker think... can talk. God, don't Jeez. get, don't sit next to him at a restaurant. He'll, we can't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> oh, another thing, uh, you know, they, they, it's funny. You think go... about killing prostitutes. Yeah, they don't, they're, they're over there, that didn't always used to be a Bennigan's. Yeah, I remember that back in the seventies. They called that place RJ's. The same food, same people working, but then they, uh, they came in, made it corporate. And he's like, Jesus, just I would really like to go to Gilgo Beach. You could fucking kill me I know, already. Would you fucking kill me already, for fuck's sake? All right, there's a big build up here, but you know, I'm getting to it, all right. I'm going to put the chloroform in the bag. It's real easy. Because you don't even need training. It's like, fix, like changing an air filter in a car, killing somebody. Oh, my God, I've taken on the form of the Gilgo Beach killer. <laughs> you really, like... This this definitely got darker than expected. So that's uh, interesting. No, because it started out as a, the, from the perspective of a John, and then it became the Gilgo Beach Killer. It's one of our characters now. Our recurring character. <laughs> Let's check in <laughs> on the Gilgo Beach. Garlic Killer. John, the Gilgo Beach Killer. It's fucking wild. <laughs> right, we just talked to Garlic John. That's awesome. You know, it's like one of those podcasts that always has guests. Oh, we just checked in with Garlic John. God, he's so awesome. Okay, let's uh, let's call up the Gilgo Beach Killer, see uh, you know GBK, and uh, see what he's doing. And then we call him up. Hello, oh, I'm in the middle of something. You hear like muffled screams in the background. I'm in the middle of something right now. Yeah, God, can I can I get you? Can I get you later? Yeah, you got me out in the garage right now. Uh, <laughs> like okay, like fucking old dudes say that shit. Oh, you got me in the breezeway right now. I'll call you back in five <laughs> minutes. I'm in the I'm in, out in the garage right now. My father, call my father. He's out in the garage. Don't answer, don't answer the phone. What is he doing out in the garage all the time? What he, is he doing? He's, he's a tinker. Man, my father gave me a ton. We should do a summer roundup first. First of all, but before that, 
My father gave me a ton of fireworks. That's really good. He's like, I bought all these and I didn't even set them off. And I was like, oh, you know, you got like firecrackers. Those things you throw on the paper, things you throw on the ground, pop. Oh, yeah, no, I love those things. My father got like a fucking case of fireworks. And he's like so proud of it, handing it over. He's like the proud father handing his son, like, by, for his 18th birthday, he buys him a rifle. But instead. Like blow three fourths of your fucking hand off. <laughs> Knock yourself out. And I, the best part was, I put them in my back seat and forgot about them. And I went to work, and it was one of the hottest days of the year. And I left him in my back seat, and I get in my car, and it's like fucking 95 degrees, like 100, over 100 oh, in my dude. car. And I smell like really, really thick sulfur. I was like, what the fuck is that? And then I was like, oh my god, and the fucking fireworks. <laughs> Box full of explosives I, in your backseat. I'm in the work parking lot, and I get out, and I take him out, and the, the bag's all hot and like stretchy. I was like, oh my god. So what do I? I mean, I think the chances of it getting that hot in the car is to yeah, set those of things off spontaneously slim, but uh, just the same, maybe maybe not a good thing to test. Would have been a fucking great story, how I burned my car down. Insurance <laughs> the won't. The second cover. time a car burned down in that parking lot. <laughs> yeah, seriously, shit won't. Shit, uh, that would be one of the greatest stories of my life. Well, how I, dumbass me, Ben, the insurance won't cover that. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. Hmm. I, I would think not. Speaking of work parking lot. Thursday was my last day on my job. Yeah, well, how the fuck did that go? Did everyone cry? Did they hold hands? <laughs> you know, it was really funny. It was like leaving an abusive relationship where uh, there's a lot of people who know that I was in an abusive relationship, so they're all coming up to me like, this is for the best. Oh, you're going to be so much happier. And, uh, you know, and then, but then my boss, who's like the, uh, like the weird abuser, is like setting weird traps for me to do more work yeah it's so weird like the type a is type a like oh well we have to get these letters out because you're leaving next week oh you're leaving next week oh yeah we have to have a meeting because you're leaving next week like keeps bringing it up really insane behavior and i was like like, no we don't need to do that or no you know i get a lot to do well i I was (laughs) i got real babyish where I was like, I'm going to do, like, not that. <laughs> you know? And what are you going to do? You know? So it's like uh, I did, like, the very bare minimum. And I just left it to the other assistant. And I was like, you can do everything. And I'll do nothing. I was supposed to help out with this event. Like, the, ni- the day I left, I was supposed to come back at 8 o'clock at night and help with an event. And I was are like. fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. And they were like, we're really banking on you to help out with this event. Yeah. And I was like, as of 5 o'clock, I'm a volunteer, and I don't think I'm going to do that. I, like, they got a new Ben & Jerry's core. I'm going to try that instead. I'm going <laughs> to lay in bed and eat an entire pint of ice cream and think about not working. Thanks. Oh, my God. It was so nice. The past couple of days have been great. I but love that shit. When you leave a weirdly stressful job or like an abusive relationship, the real stress comes afterward because you're de- it's, like, it's like coming down off drugs mm-hmm. almost. Because you're so, your body is so used to producing that level of cortisol all day. Yeah. That you're when you don't, your body's like, whoa, whoa, you're supposed to be doing something right now. And you start getting all freaked out. And what weird. is it? What is it like running around looking, looking around the house for the thing you're supposed to be doing? Yeah. For all Friday, I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I have no fucking idea what to do. I just didn't know what to do with myself, with anybody, anything. It was great. And today, I went to Vermont. So a lot of fucking, a lot of people. 
A lot and, of whites. Uh, <laughs> a lot of fucking whites. All whites. A lot of, a lot of Kaepernick feelers there that day. Uh, I will say, and Youngbox might not approve of this, but that's fine. There's a girl who looks very Soviet. She's young. And I'm a man. I'm a human being. I can fucking check people out. Fine. Sitting there reading a World War II book, as one does in the fucking book, air-conditioned bookstore, where everything ends up when you're when it's hot out and you have nothing else to do. And I looked up, and she's like, oh, hello, Svetlana. You know, she's wearing a tennis skirt, looking great. Reading a World War II book? Are you sure you, this wasn't like a fever dream of yours? <laughs> no, sadly, it wasn't. And I looked, and I was just checking out the, 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 the sticks, you know, and, she looked, and I looked up, and she's looking right at me looking at her <laughs> i was like oops yep. and i weirdly was on the page where uh there uh, the germans were burning their way through the the uh the steps in 1941 uh, so, you were reading a world war II i book. was if she, she was, was okay all right that makes more sense i'm like this doesn't seem remotely possible that anyone under the age of fucking 52 is reading a world war ii book look, but man all right, that makes i have these interests that no one else had, like really nobody else my age or our age really has my Erwin Rommel's my screensaver. <laughs> That's not Nazi. I keep telling people because if people have commented on it and they're like, "Oh, who's that? It looks like a Nazi." I was like, "It's not." It's Even not, if it is, fuck you. Who cares? It's not like, like it's fucking Mengele injecting boiling water into a kid's veins or anything. I mean, I I know the fucking you know, I know the score. It's not like out like fucking. We're not Rudolf Hess writing a fucking hit piece on Jews. Dude, I'll make Rudolf Hess my fucking background wallpaper on my phone. Everyone can suck a dick. Who cares? Can you? It's fucking insane. Can you? Because he's the totally one who... Totally nuts. But he's the one. Rudolf Hess was the one behind... Careful what you say now. <laughs> he's the one behind... I'm all ears. No, uh, my There's father... There's nothing my... this person could do that, that wouldn't make me like, all right, well, that's that doesn't preclude my, my <laughs> rational right as a human being to put that on my phone if I fucking feel like it. See, that's the thing. Like, we're like, you know, we're Gen Xers, right? And we remember where there was a yin and a yang. Like, there's people who are very sensitive. And there's people who think you're a fucking moron for being so sensitive. Correct. And there's people who think you're a moron for fucking idolizing Nazis. Whatever. But now, it's just like... And it was okay. It was cool. You would be like, okay, well, you're a pot-smoking hippie. And you're fucking junior ROTC fucking wannabe. And you're everybody had their own weird, like, archetypes, you know? And it was like that movie PCU where everybody was just, like, never, nobody just blended together. It was just everybody had their own weird, sensitive archetypes. Good or bad or whatever. Now everybody's in the same, like, Walmart sweatshirt. And no yeah, one's it's recognizable. Like, yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. It's like, uh, hey, it, you look like you listen to music. You could be a fucking Nazi. Or you could think I'm a scumbag for wearing shoes made out of rubber. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like everything's so strange so now. Don't care. You know, I. First of all, Rudolph Hess. I, I try and I pull like the the desire to care because I want to care. Don't mm. get me wrong. Same. I try. I no. try to keep up. It's hard because everybody cares too much. Too much. Here's the deal. I'm gonna just dial it back for a second. Like. I'm going to tie this back to when you're running around the house looking for something to do and you're like, because you're addicted to that cortisol. Yeah. Here's the deal. Man. Lady. Whoever. Whatever. When you do that shit where you put the thing on the Facebook about what you're mad about 
or like how this is disgraceful that this happened and isn't it sad that this happened and we're like you're addicted to being outraged and you look fucking weak you're a fucking weakling and you are legitimately addicted to the like feeling of outrage because it gives you a fucking happy chemical burst you don't actually care and i know it and i see it you look like a fucking addict weirdo so just don't do that you look like a fucking weak piece of shit don't do it don't be the weak piece of shit have the discipline to say i feel a way about that and that it will be my private matter Thank you know, that, you. Will, that will be that, that will be, me it. feeling away about that will go to the grave with me because I have no <laughs> no necessity <laughs> to discuss it with other people. It doesn't make a fucking difference. You're a weak piece of shit. Like I'm 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 too relaxed to like <laughs> dial it back. You're you're so weak that it makes me weird to be around you. So yeah. don't be that. You're like the fucking senator from X Men that becomes water. You're like <laughs> you got nothing in there. You're just weak. You're like sad to be around. You smell. You're like uh, uh, Rick Moranis and Honey I Shrunk you're like the Kids. Rick Moranis if he was more beta, bro. Beta, you know, bro. Like beta, bro. See, that's another. Thing. Um, that's uh, also just. I mean, yeah. Just kind of shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up, just really shut up. Like, don't kind of shut up. Shut up, fucking, and when you have the urge to do that, hit your hand with a hammer, you fucking stupid idiot. What are you doing? I don't mean to be like, but it's not even like back in the day, it's like four years ago. Where people were like, all right, well, I feel this way, but I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to wear it in like a neon necklace around my neck. I just want you to be, I want people to be very quiet. Very quiet, very quiet. Like I just, I, nobody should look up from their paper when when this shit happens. Because it's like, uh, what I what I hate the most is: Are you fucking surprised when this happens? When all the shit happens again yeah, no. and again? Yeah, that's the that's, thing. I've been following fucking straight lunatics on every side of every issue because the straight lunatics are they in many ways make more sense than the, the fucking like the the, the human schwas. <laughs> human Fuck, schwas dude. who are like uh, uh, but uh, but uh, uh, uh. hey man yeah hey man you're doing all right i'm i'm great i'm so relaxed i'm feeling so fucking happy right now how how was your summer man my summer was all right it was uh, it was pretty chill how was yours oh it was great i mean i just thought i'd ask you know it's uh it was good it was we it was a lot of ups and downs you know uh just just trying to keep keep uh, stable. Fuck! Yeah. What are you getting at? Nothing. <laughs> Fuck! Like what is it? What am I being fucking like wound up? No, for no. Right it's now? funny you mentioned Rudolf Hess earlier because <clears throat> he's the one who uh, developed the film, like the whole fucking propaganda machine. Uh, oh, that was Albert Speer. Albert Speer was the guy who invented the whole thing. I'll put them all on my phone. It's like, it's, I'll, I'll put the whole fucking group photo on my phone. Like, who cares? It's fucking it's a, a meaningless gesture in a world that fucking just wants volume. That's Gives it. a fuck. I just want volume, not, not content. That's it. <sighs> content bros. Podcast. Alexa, what's the Yankees score? At the moment, the Yankees are behind the Orioles. Two to zero at the bottom of the seventh. <laughs> awesome. Great. Womp, really cool. Womp. Very cool. Sorry, dude. All right. I mean, I didn't mean to bring that up, but uh, one thing I've been doing over the summer—I've been watching a lot. 
One thing I'm, over the summer I've been doing is I've been watching a lot of uh, gay porn. Wow. Young Box and a very I. textured life. Here. But it's not like a... It's not like a hot... It's not like it doesn't like get you hot, you know, really. It doesn't get me hot. It's just more like a funny thing, you know? We actually... There was a... I, I don't understand how this happened. There was a point back when me and all my friends were straight edge, but we were like bored, like 20 something year olds, like, like 21, 22 year olds. We would just like go out and do shit. And there was like this juice bar down the street from us, but it was a gay juice bar. <laughs> and for some reason we would like go and it was like, nobody went. The place was open for like a month. We would go and like get bad fucking like juice and there would just be gay porn on like every TV, and it was the, it was a really textured spot. It's uh, <laughs> I can't believe it didn't find a foothold in Albany. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it's, it's really it's, wild. Yeah, really weird. But the, I'm trying to think of what's there now. It's uh, it's in the, it's on that part of Central Avenue where you of course like, walk is. walk quickly through. Well, one of the one of the ones I really like is the company named Catalina, which makes high quality well not high quality very low quality porns, but the acting is great. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Sure is getting hot out there. Sure is. Oh, I don't know. I think the temperature just went up in here a few degrees when you walked in the door. Hell yeah. Well, you do look kind of hot. <laughs> well, so do you. So is your buddy gone for long? Long enough. Immediately to gay sex. Wow, damn. Moving quick. Really good. That's just the, the, you know, that's just one of the things I've been into lately. That's just your thing. That's your summer thing. And also, Chippendales. I fucking, I love that you knew more about that fucking video than he did in that interview. That was the best part is that when I was talking to him, he I edited out the part where he's like, so what is this? Like, why Why are you asking about this? <laughs> and I shouldn't have, but it was like, I was like, well, you know, we're all, we're like really big fans of this one video, and we love this part of your career. And he was like very trepidatious the entire yeah, thing. I would be too. Video. Like, what are you, are you? Because what? this is a guy who was in like Curb Your Enthusiasm and fucking Ally McBeal and like all these like shows, you know? And then I'm out of, out of nowhere. I friend him on Facebook. He friends me back. And I immediately start talking to him about... about fucking... his light gay porn past. Yeah, a Chip and Nails video. And he really equivocated about it, which is great. He's like, well, I just need a job. and uh, you know. But he was such a sweetheart. And then... But the best part was he wrote... He, and I woke up to a message from him the other day that just said, God bless you. Damn. All so right. nice. So nice. Our man is really nice, and uh, I hope that he listens. I, I told him, like, hey, you can become a recurring guest. And he said, Very good. He said, definitely. Really good. He, he said he's definitely down for me to just call him whenever. Just fucking just shout whenever. Because we can just like, ask him for advice. Be like, hey, man, you got five minutes. We just want to ask you for some quick advice. He had some good advice for the kids at home, man. He's, he know, really he's did. He's supposed to help people out. Yeah, he's just, you know, he's a man's man. Self, a good man, you know, comes to work every day. He's a self-made man, you know. Good guy. Good guy. Good guest. <laughs> Good guest. Uh, do you want to uh, knock out a few questions? I'd love to. Yeah. 
You got some new questions in. All right. What new. are the best karaoke songs? Let's take it right from the top. The Night Chicago Died. Oh, that's a good one. Damn. So good. I saw my mom. I cried. So good. So good. And um, there was, I may have told the story on here, and I've, Gab has heard me tell this story a million times, and she's going to fucking like roll her eyes so hard she'll pass out. But uh, I did watch a mentally retarded man sing Blinded by the Light. <laughs> Like, are you sure it wasn't Manfred Mann? Oh no! Well, you know, uh, might have been Manfred Mann. Bruce Springsteen, exactly. Bruce Springsteen sang that song a hundred times at least. He wrote it, didn't he? No, uh, I think. I don't know. I think he did. I don't. Uh, who cares? He gives a fuck. Yeah, it's from um, Jersey, but yeah, I did. I did at a at a bar in Albany. I watched uh, a mentally retarded man like kill it. It was unbelievable. This is the the best version to date. It was the. Uh, the penultimate version. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> what do you have on your hands? Uh, need advice on breaking a lease as soon as possible. Landlord is nuts and apparently pushed a Muslim tenant down the stairs while screaming Islamophobic shit at her. Wow. Damn. It's tough. All right. That'd be a lot. It's a rough scene. I mean... You can just... Just go? Unless there's social security. I mean, even when there's a social security number involved, I mean, you can just bounce. I bounced on yeah. three leases in my life. You know York. what you actually can do if you really want to bounce? Like, it's a little tough to do. You should probably fucking call the police at that moment. Like, yeah, I don't feel safe here. I need to uh, I need to get out of here. You just need to have, like, set a precedent that uh, you're in an unsafe living environment. Just get the police uh, report. Take care of it. That's it. Yeah, police report, exactly. If you, you can get that shit, you're good. That's it. You don't want to be a cop caller, you know? But if you can jock the system to to, make, to your benefit, great. No. Judge or, is gonna... alternately, if you're... If you're bold, you know, who dares wins, you go and you confront your landlord and you wait for her to wig out on you and you record the whole thing and then you yeah. sue her. And then, then you're good to go. And then That's you got that building. You can live there. Oh, my God. Yeah, just you. Oh, yeah. Just you by yourself. That's it. You, on my palace. You throw out all the Muslims and all the other people in the building and you just live there yourself. Make a, you know, make a utopian, uh, make a utopia of your own creation. Just yeah. like. Why don't, uh, you should, uh, I guess really what you should do is become radicalized. Yeah. Pretty much. And that'll solve all your problems. It's like that, that squat in Philadelphia. C-Squat, I think it was called. Where, like, people C-Squat the, was in New York, wasn't it? Wherever. New York, I guess. And they were like, well, we did all these repairs, and uh, so we should we should have this place to our own. And they are like, no. Yeah, that's not how it <laughs> like, works. That's not how it, it works. Uh, Thanks for putting in this fucking stained sink that only has one working, uh, one working fucking. Knob, there's one no. bathroom for the entire fucking building. <laughs> that's all. Not one for floor like a normal flop house. There's one bathroom, and there's a sign next to the toilet that says "Men and women, all sit down." Everybody needs to remember that shit in Europe. You yep. must sit down. You know, I feel it in Europe. Though. I I will, I feel it just because they have those weird shelf toilets where piss gets everywhere if you just stand and piss. So mm. like, I I feel it there. I get it. You know, it's a when in Rome situation for me. But not uh, in New York where there's an American standard. Shitty, already like was the shit ring around the fucking toilet. Yeah, Turbo just pulled it out of the fucking rest area and uh, <laughs> somehow got it out the door before the night watch guy knew that there was fucking like a flood in the bathroom, and that was just it. The important thing to know. Is that the 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 taco place down the street? If you get in the bathroom, they keep all of their toilet paper in a cabinet, and it isn't locked. Go in there and take the toilet paper, and that's your you know like when you're living a squat and you don't you're unemployed, and like your contribution to the house groceries is like Taco Bell packets, 
oh, well, you know, we just make everybody's food a little bit better, you know, like, mm. you, like you have that big takeout container full of Taco Bell assorted, like, packets, you know, yep. ke- old ketchup and shit like that. You bring the, you bring the fucking toilet paper and you save the day. Because everybody uses toilet paper, no matter how punk you are. Everybody That's needs the... that. <laughs> everybody it's, needs that. It's the equalizer. That's it. I mean, no matter how punk you are, if you have mm-hmm. a soupy ass, this is the worst. Uh... <laughs> Do you think animals can show or exhibit? <laughs> you know I was going to this question. Yeah. Do you think animals can show or exhibit consent to sex with humans? No, you fucking weirdo. What's wrong with you? Well, oh, fuck. Uh, just, you know, to hear me <laughs> Hear me out. Oh, uh, just excuse me. Excuse me for just a moment. Um, uh, where's a, well, press the set. Um. What if the, the normal, what if the uh, typical podcaster voice did a sex with animals podcast? Sex with animals Y slash N podcast. It's called Best, it's called Best Eality. And it was number one on iTunes. Who knew? Everybody's like, they want to tune in to see what he says next. Well, um, well, if there is a presence of a tail wagging or um, a, a, a happy dog smile, it's one would say... Uh, then there is, pre- I think, that's how they express themselves in times of extreme pleasure. <laughs> Fuck. You know, it's like when a dog who hasn't seen its, you know one of those videos where a dog hasn't seen its owner in years, and then all of a sudden he shows up back from the war, and the dog's like, oh, oh, oh. who's to say that dog doesn't feel the same thing when you fucking try to fuck it? I don't want to speak for the dog, but I kind of do, you know. It's but like, how? I mean, not. I know you can't vocalize consent, but I mean, a dog is—if a dog is down, he's down, because it's nature taking over. I feel like this is going nowhere, so I'm going to ask a question. <laughs> I feel like we're not going to resolve this one. <laughs> really no, don't. This I think I don't have a uh, leg to stand on on that. Let alone two two paws. How about a live show where you guys do a live commentary to Edge of Quarrel? I would travel for that. <laughs> Sounds great. We're doing a live. We're doing a live thing in a couple months. In New, we are. I don't know York. where or when. I guess we like can't. We don't really have anything to announce. But yeah, we are doing a live. We are thing doing shortly. a live thing in New York City. We Tune have in. nothing to tease or announce, but we'll just let everybody know that if you want to meet us, uh, take issue. Apparently, it's it'll probably be a, a better, more fulfilling experience to take issue with us. That's true. Take issue with me on my animal sex take. That's true. <laughs> I can't believe that um, I, you would say such a thing. Because animal... when you say things, they become true. Oh, that's true. It's And when I say, because I'm saying this totally black and white, like totally I mean exactly what I say. I could roll the dirty dice and say, oh, yeah, I will, actually. Okay, so you're out with a dog, right? It's a fucking hot night. You are going to... Lovingly, <laughs> massage dog balls, and and then Lovingly. fucking admonish him for not being spayed or neutered or neutered or whatever. Wow. Be like, hey, well, since you've got your balls still, really getting that dog's head. <laughs> yeah, really getting that dog's head. Put him in fucking mental chains so he'll become my sex slave. If I can't put him in financial chains. 
Uh, my dog is so in debt, and he's just, uh, just so <laughs> He's my financial slave. He can't leave because I. He'll be on the streets, fucking begging for change, with a tin, with a tin cup, oh, <laughs> a doggy tin cup, and be like homeless, but it's written out in paw prints. Jesus, what's wrong with you? And I'll, <laughs> and tonight. I'll fucking pass him by. I'll say you should have fucking, you know, no second chances for bad doggies. And he'll look at me and like, <laughs> and I'll say tough shit. I've got a new dog, and he rocks. The body is great. He's a fucking, he's purebred. And what purebred. You? And you're a mutt. Amazing. So good. This is my world. You're just a dog. Uh, With a walnut brain. <laughs> and he was like, that's true. He can only talk to me. We have this thing where I discovered he could talk. <laughs> he's like the only dog in the world who can talk. Yeah, and I discovered wild. it. And I was like, I'll tell your secret to the world and you'll make no money. And he said, please don't. That's all I have. And I said, well, we can work out a plan, a sex plan. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, well, if it has to do do with that, I guess I'm game. And I said, consent, look. Look, Tumblr. I have it on recording. A dog verbally consenting to fucking hot sex with me all night. Well, I didn't say all night. Orf, orf. You know, he just fucking gets all nervous and wags, wagging his tail nervously. I was like, don't do that shit. Bad dog. He's like, you don't have to say, you know, I don't have to say dog stuff. We can just have a normal conversation. <laughs> what the fuck? Sorry. <laughs> Let my mind wander. Anyway, sorry. Wow, deep well. Deep well deep tonight. Well. Sorry. I don't even know where I was going with this one. Jesus. Well, oh, this this question did remind me of the time that we we were we with Deer tonight, and me and Patrick stayed up really late watching Edge of Quarrel. Yeah, and everyone got so mad. <laughs> I didn't so care that you were watching it. It's just you were watching it at so volume eleven at four in the morning. I said, "What the fuck?" I went in and I actually said, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> he had that weird thing where he like would want everyone to watch movies yep. at late, real late. I remember oh, we were in like, actually at Kevy Kev's house once, and he was like, "We're all dead tired. We drove there from Texas or some shit." Oh my! You didn't want to at Kevy Kev's house. You were going through a mental thing where you refused to let us watch movies. We all just wanted to what? sit there and watch. No, a this was movie like in the were, middle of the night. We were trying to watch Rules of Attraction, and you were just like, you absolutely refused to allow it. Well, that's a bad movie. That's a great movie. What are you talking about? It's... Rules of Attraction, fantastic movie. No, come on, it was not good. And, but I was like, we can watch anything you want, as long as it's what I want to watch. Because <laughs> I was selfish uh, and weird. I'm <laughs> selfish and weird in 29. <laughs> what a great! I look back at those times fondly. Um, <clears throat> my undiagnosed ass, fucking vibing everybody for watching a movie. Just fucking getting it out. How you get it out? Gee whiz! It's like it's almost like I would have. It's almost like it seemed like I was gonna go crazy in a couple of years. Yeah, leave it's, the band. Know, when you go back, it they always say you can't predict. Uh, you can't accurately predict a nine eleven on nine twelve. Um, <laughs> in that same way, I can always go back and see warning signs and be like, "Oh, probably should have checked on that." But uh, you know, were they real or did I make them up? Was it real or fantasy? Who knew? It's uh, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. I should have just uh, joined the Marine Corps. Got tough and buff. Anyway, still time. 
There is still time. In uh, in uh, where I was today, Manchester, there was a low-key, very small marine recruiting station. In the middle of, like, the J. Crew outlet and, like, fucking Michael Kors, and then there's, like, Marine Corps. I feel like that's a spot. That's one of those states where, like, they're, like, fucking super liberal, but they're also super, like, getting ready to secede and, like, want people to be fucking, like, trained in the killing arts and shit. So I, I Yeah, these are the same people who were, like... Try to tie the Red Sox into nine eleven. Yeah, like, we stand with the Yankees in New dope. York, and we're we love the Who as much as you do, like shit like that. And it's like, remember that back then? No, Everybody suddenly became a part of the country. <laughs> I know. Remember the nine eleven concert where everybody became a Who fan all of a sudden? Oh, oh the Who! Oh, I gotta love them. And then they showed the firefighters like rocking. Best out American band. Best American band. I don't care where they're from. They're all American to me. <laughs> I fucking walked, I walked through 9-11 Ground Zero, and I found a teddy bear. I had lost my mind. <laughs> and now I, <laughs> now I think the who are from America. I don't care who replaced John Entwistle. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't care. It's almost that time for the, uh, the, the fucking lights, the, the two fucking tower lights. There's already a fucking up. big building there. They don't need the lights anymore. We, they uh, want, they, everything's good. Every year. They did it one year, and they're like, all right, that's it. And then every year afterwards, they're like, we're going to do it again, but this is it this year. And then every fucking year they do it. I, I just turned around to see if they were on now, but not quite yet. Yeah, but you don't need to like give people like, hey, here's where to do it again. You know, like like these two fucking lights, just aim the fucking plane right there. <laughs> just fucking set her on autopilot. Yeah, I'll just uh, just aim the plane at the two lights, and uh, you know, and uh, when that happens, you know, you'll just be like a light turn it off. You'll die. It's no problem. <laughs> that's the that's the the Bogo Beach Killer. He's radical. (laughs) Instructing. This is such a textured life. That's the Bogo Beach Killer, or whatever his name is, on the phone. That's the Craigslist uh, slasher, ripper. Craigslist ripper on the phone in his house in Long Island, instructing radical Islams on how to do 9 11 again. Wow. (laughs) They got lights up now. It's a whole different deal than last time. The big building, when you see the two lights, just dip it down. You don't even have to learn how to land. Don't worry about it. Just to get it off the ground, fly it, strike it, fly in a straight line. It's just like riding a bike. Put it Okay, yeah, no problem. No, get you on there. Get you going. It's like taking, taking, he's taking them under his wing. Of course, like him and fucking Muhammad Atta. <laughs> and I remember Muhammad Atta when he was just a boy. We used to, uh, he's like, you know, as I worked at the, uh, the, uh, community youth center and he, I love basketball, play basketball all day. Really? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Somebody did just ask what our personal 9-11 is, which is, uh, curiously <sighs> topical. Wow. I mean, there's a lot of them. I think I've talked to my personal 9-11 already. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm good. That I think, was your... I think we hit this one. Yeah. We don't have to talk about that again. Um. I've had a bunch, but I don't want to talk about them because I'm in a good mood. Physical injuries. <clears throat> well, apparently it's a brain injury because I said physically injuries. Physically injuries. God. Physical. Oh, I guess I could, physically, comma, injuries physically. are keeping you... Right, I, I could see two ways All that right. this is incorrect. Okay, so <laughs> physically, injuries are keeping me from doing the thing that keeps me sane without meds. 
Work-life productivity at all-time low. Listening to Alkaline Trio and starting to drink more. That's oh, your biggest shit. fucking oh, problem. Oh, shit. Right Holy there. fuck. Uh, See, we... if you just did shit like that instead of not letting <laughs> us watch movies, you would have gotten help years ago. That's the thing. It was too low-key. I should have like wigged. I should have been like, oh, man, I love Further Seems Forever. Be like, oh, yeah, my God, uh, take him to the fuck, fucking fucking hospital. We're in Indiana. Where's the, where, stop the fucking stop Where's the, the mental ward? Yeah, exactly. See, Sean Duty burned out like the sun, and he fucking he came back. I, I, I low-key burnt out. Yeah, I mean, did you ever see that video of the uh, the Con Ed plant exploding uh, during Hurricane Sandy? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's just Sean Duty across the river, just standing there. Just he just loses it. That's it. He just he goes fucking full human torch. I thought that was us putting a car bomb in his car, <laughs> <laughs> blowing the front of his building off, and him destroying his life, literally blowing him limb from limb. All right, this poor bastard. All right, so first of all, let's let's stop. Stop. Doing the thing that keeps me sane without taking meds. uh, What is that? Just stop that bullshit. Knock it off. You are perfectly capable of being sane without meds or doing the thing you're not able to do because of injuries. It takes effort. You're capable of it. It's not easy. No, no, no one's gonna fucking give you a trophy if you do it. But you're capable of it. When you sit around rolling in the ground, telling yourself that you can't keep it together without doing a thing and <laughs> taking medicine, yeah. Then, oh, congratulations! You've just fulfilled your own prophecy. Now you can't do it. Uh, so sh- shut up with that. Stop. Like, yeah. you, you need some tough love on that. You sound like a fucking idiot. Don't say things like that. <laughs> Dial it back and look at yourself in the mirror and say, "Yeah, I can do this. It's gonna suck." And you know, sometimes you do things in life that are hard. All right, let's do it. Hmm. Um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> and stop, cut out that Alkaline Trio shit. Yeah, that helps out, no one. Out, starting nope, to nope. drink more. Listen to Alkaline Trio starting to drink more. Wow. That's very typical. You're doing that thing. You're doing that same thing that these fucking posty people are doing. You like the feeling of feeling like yes. this. You don't think you do, fucking... but you like it because oh. it feels interesting and it feels like a Place like and it you're feels a, like a trajectory. Yeah, it's like you're in a Gaslight Anthem video. Yeah. It's like, oh, I just remember those hard times when I would have to walk home from the bar with a different girl every night or walk home by myself. Whoa. And you know what? If you think I'm wrong and you're like, no, I don't I don't like this. That's not true. Well, then stop. Prove me wrong. Just stop doing it then. Yeah. Right All right, back. that's easy enough. Then, oh, then fucking make me look like an asshole by not doing it anymore and see if that works. Maybe that'll do. Well, I mean, he does have physical injuries. Physically injuries, all right, but so what? That's what I like. I, I get like feeling good after exercising or like walking or hiking or whatever fucking well, magical talisman you've uh, you've created for what you do. Um, and I, I am sorry about your physical injuries, but like <laughs> a lot of people have those. Like, there's I, unless you stepped on a, a landmine, I'd say you're you're doing very well. Uh, as as far as like the rest of the world goes, so it's all right. Don't worry about it. If, the, if this is a function of time, yeah, time will take care of it. It's 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 a matter of learning patience at that point. Then I mean, the bad boy in me wants to think that it's a he broke his wrist, so he can no longer jack off. Oh, interesting. Well, that changes everything. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, you know that's a tough road. Even though I, I get laid regularly. It is still nice to have a session. And my searches have not changed. <laughs> They've remained the same. My, my searches over time 
ever made. I've never spelled out dirty debutantes faster in my life. Wow. Because I, I, you know, I have this these couple scenes in my head that really resonate with me. <laughs> Last part of the question: How do I get my shit together while recovering? Like, set a goal for yourself and do the goal and make it an easy goal. And the next day, you do one that's a little bit harder. Like, it's that's it. it. There's two really easy ways to do this: you set a goal and you achieve it, and you stop doing the thing that you don't like, and that's it. It's not like the. It, any number of people can wrap this up in a way that sounds flowery or sounds self-empowering or sounds, like, less harsh than I'm delivering it right now. But, like, if you want to if you want to lose weight, you lose weight. You do whatever you do to do it, and if it doesn't work, you try something else and you do it. If you want to feel better, you decide you're going to feel better, and you just do what you need to do to make it happen. If you want to stop listening to Alkaline Trio, you just stop. No, we want to. You want to stop feeling bad, you just stop. I heard That's that. It. I heard the listening. I mean, option two is obviously just, just listen to Gorilla Biscuits. I guess you could do that if you want. And that would that would lift your spirits high to the point where you would no longer feel pain. I don't know what to do other than that. Like, <laughs> I there, I don't have a better recipe than stop doing things you don't like doing and start doing like setting goals for things you do like doing. Life got good when I stopped doing that. When I stopped doing yeah, things great. that I didn't like. Beautiful. Really good. Really, really good. That's all I got for you. Go go forth. Dude, set a goal. Just fucking do, do, do it now. Like, pause the podcast and set a goal and then come back and, and deal with this shit. I, you know what? I'm going to end with some praise, okay? I'm going to end with some praise. There's somebody who wrote a really nice thing. All right. I just want to drop in and say that this podcast has actually helped me out a lot. Andrew, your no-nonsense approach to life makes me feel less like a complete tourist on this planet. Yeah! Hans, your sense of humor is incredible. Thank you. And the way you tell stories makes me feel a lot better about dark situations in my life and my own mental issues. Been listening since day one, and it kind of blew my mind today. It's been about four years. Oh, wow. Wow, really? Jesus. Jesus. Keep it up. I love it. Yeah, we gotta get on that, man. We should have like 200 episodes by now. Man, it's been four years. We haven't made a fucking cent doing this shit. We could have. <laughs> we can. I mean, we can go fucking Nature Box. We can go anytime. This audio nope. boom shit. They nope. want us. They bug us to fucking do this. Nope. Nope. We can't. We would. Like, hey, you know what? Uh, you know what? I think about it this way, Andrew. And this brings up a great point. Would you pay any more than one dollar? Get high quality razors delivered to your doorstep Fuck. every year, month. <laughs> I all right. I will do ads, but only for who is that guy? The fucking pharmacy guy that everyone wanted dead for like Doctors, two weeks. Doctor Zismore. Doctor Zismore, not him. The other guy, the guy who like stole the Wu Tang record or some fucking bullshit. Oh, that, uh, that, that dude. I Martin will do Shrelly. ads for him and not for his company but like for him if he wants yeah. to buy advertising I'll advertise that dude but that's he's it. in a, he's really in a Thursday like he's a big Shit. Thursday fan so I think that that's totally our demo I think we got a like a self defense Thursday connection so I can make that happen <laughs> really yeah, I think so. That's I think there's to, one floating around out there somewhere. That's something to brag about. <laughs> no, it's not not a brag, more of a cautionary tale, I think. Holy but I fuck. one of those situations. It's fucking weird now that like those guys play out like a lot and they're like 
out doing shit and like hanging out with people and whatever. And my instinct is just to shit all over everything because everything's fucking garbage that like gets sent to me. You should listen to this. This fucking sucks. Don't ever tell me to listen to this again. This is terrible. Yeah. Take this back. It's a digital file. I want you to. I'm gonna forward the email back to you just so you physically take it back. <laughs> um, and I get in situations where now I like sometimes I have to do a mental Rolodex check before I get really harsh and be like, okay, should I? Should I approach this at a level 5, or should I go on full level 10? Always 10. <laughs> I, I, it, it mostly stays at 10. Always 10. Who cares? Every now and then, once every two years on average, I'll say something and then get an email from somebody being like, yo, you know that dude like put out a record, right? And I'm like, oh, nope, didn't cares? know that. Oh, DWI, deal with it. Nah, nah, it's all good. It's fine. Deal with it. No one cares. Funny quirk of my life. Like they wouldn't put the record out. Had I known, had I known that some uh, fucking dude didn't like Rilla biscuits, I never oh, would had, the record out. Had I known the sordid history of hatred, the legacy of hatred that you've had for me, I would never have pressed your fucking songs to wax ever. I'm just gonna melt them all down. Melt them all down and make it. Make this a rare record. Make it a katana and sharpen it and kill you on stage <laughs> like Dimebag Daryl. Only... I do have that concern sometimes. I think about that shit. Like, there are so many unhinged fucking people. Did you see that kid who got out of jail after doing, like, like three days for rape? That fucking kid? <laughs> yeah. There's a dude hanging outside his house with a submachine gun right now. Wow. Heavy. They're, like, out there with, like, a sign. Like, a dude, like, a fucking gun just, like, hanging out, like, waiting for him. I bet he's doing some... it for a girl. There's some fucking wing nuts out there. I bet he's white There's knighting. Street wing nuts, uh, probably. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, cool. yeah. Well, you know, look, I, uh, I'm the one who stood in front of the rapist's house with a gun. What's so, the gun? Of course, I mean, you saw me. I'm gonna go on when I get out of jail for the weapons charge. There's gonna be so many women waiting to fuck me because <laughs> I stood up for their rights and honor <laughs> and whatever else. And then when he gets home and he sees he has. No notifications, no, no messages, one. no friend requests. He's going to pop what the fuck a did gasket. I dial up for to begin with? He's like, you know, no wonder men rape. That's what he's going to say to himself. Jesus Christ. I have no yeah, friend that's... requests or messages. Not even in my my filtered messages. I got to follow this guy on Twitter, man. I got to fucking, this, this, this fucking wing nut. I got to get him into the fucking whack There pack. wasn't even a GoFundMe made for me. No wonder men do things. <laughs> I didn't get any attention for for standing up. It's really underappreciated. Somebody has to had to do it. So I stood in front of this kid's house, parents' house, with a gun. Uh... I never got laid in my twenties. I tried though. I went though. I went the route that every man goes where you hang out in bars by yourself. And then I knew there was like a. a cute girl working at Papa John's and don't you know I ordered a pizza every day until she finally came to the house. It's been episode 125. Small cheese. <laughs> Two liter of Coke. Small cheese, yeah. Two liter of Coke. Um, Forever. Yeah, this has been 125. Somehow, we've only gotten to one in four years. We've only gotten to 125 episodes, probably due to these four-week breaks we keep taking. Yeah, come on, man. You, gotta... uh, you know, man, the, the fucking, that, that that chalk factory sure does keep me busy, I gotta say. 
A lot sure of chalk. Does, a lot of chalk in that motherfucker. There's a lot of new. Under, there's a lot of different chalk coming out. No. Ooh, dude. Ah, the new new chalk. Real, real good. Real yeah, good. Ah, well, I, we'll, 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 we'll keep trying. We'll keep trying to, to do a, a weekly... Uh... We'll be back next week. We're going to do this next week. I'm going to make this kid give me back my cable, and I'll use a real fucking microphone next time, and everything will be back to normal. Andrew, we've been friends for a long time. Best friends. Oh, really fuck. good friends. I feel like an intervention is coming. No, here. but should I be more of a hard-ass with you? Should I be like, what the fuck, dude? It's an hour. Yeah, probably. It's an That's hour actually... I, I do respond well to that, so yeah, give it a shot. <laughs> oh, fine. I'll see how, I'll see how that goes for me. <laughs> Perfect. Do me kindness. Definitely screen cap all these texts because this is going to get wild. What the fuck, dude? And you'll be like, fuck. Get yeah. me, like, the wrong time when somebody, like, flipped a fucking chalk box. <laughs> <laughs> a Crayola. <laughs> you work? Okay, well, tell everybody you work for Crayola chalk, all right? We'll yeah, just... exactly. Um, yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. Yesterday was uh, <laughs> a trip. I, I feel a lot of pity for people who were texting me, like, mundane shit during the day because it came it was like it was it, it was an all caps kind of day it was wild <laughs> um fuck it i didn't do anything to plug um new job starting uh new life a lot more money a lot more free time um got some uh still have some bare mattress irons in the fire taking my time and uh doing it right not rushing it uh the records are coming out great gonna be uh doing some fall recording with uh Friend of the podcast, Eric Busta. Remember that? Oh, yeah. we Fuck, it's fall. It's, it's here. Fall. Shit. We've got to do fuck. it. So, uh, you know, uh, we're going to be doing that. And uh, it's going to be... I'm going to f- leave it to you guys to book that. And you just tell me when it is. Okay. If I get involved, it'll never happen. <laughs> okay. Like, I'll just... I'll, like, I'll, I'll, my plans will outgrow my ability to execute them. And the whole thing will just fall apart. Three hours on a Sunday. Perfect. 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 That's exactly what I needed to hear. <laughs> Uh, how about you? Uh, I think it's the 30th of this month. Self-Defense at Brooklyn Night Bazaar. Are you playing? It's a free show. I am playing. So no way. So if you want to die Daryl me, that is a spot to I find me. I am totally going. It's going to be great. I'm Playing going. a new instrument. Because I broke my finger on, or I don't know, maybe fractured. I don't know what the fuck I did. to hurt my finger on a, uh, a box of chalk, and I had to kind of learn a new instrument while this thing heals enough that I can play guitar in a way that makes sense again. What are you playing? So, I you know, fucking, you'll figure it out eventually. Oh, Jesus, the drums. <laughs> I'm playing drums. Oh, it's great. It's going to be so good. Now. It's going to be uh, like Garth in Wayne's World. <laughs> Can't wait. All right, we'll be back next week, for real next week. Okay.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.